This is The First Time, Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series. Every show, we invite a group of storytellers to talk about different firsts and pick a song to go with it. This show's theme was First Break, recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center with music by The First Time 3. Here's your host, Jen Sedini. Up next, we have Jitesh Juggy. He is a recent immigrant to Chicago, a Moth Story Slam winner, producer of Story Collider, and upcoming has a solo show called Hanging by a Hyphen, How I Lost One Home to Find Two. It's at Mrs. Murphy and Sons Irish Bistro, right down the street, 3905 North Lincoln, this um, April 30th, Sunday. Give it up for Jatesh. If being introverted was an Olympic sport, then on the day of the championship, I would stay home (laughs) and probably win. When I say I was a shy kid, I don't mean it in a cute way. I mean that I learned to recognize people by their footwear, considering how unbearable it felt to make eye contact. Needless to say, the internet was a boon. A late boon at that, we got our first connection in 2008 in our Mumbai home. But just in time for us to enjoy a monumental American cultural export, hip-hop videos. (laughs) All my friends exposed to these videos dreamt of being a rapper. But I guess it was the shy kid in me because when I watched these same videos, What caught my eyes were the people behind the rapper. What the hell was I looking at? (laughs) A quick quick Google search led me to the term breakdancers, or technically called b-boys. Absolutely nobody in my friend circle could give a damn. Nor were there any teachers in Mumbai. So I did what any teenager gripped with an eccentric passion would do, I bought a sweatsuit. (laughs) Now that I look like a suburban New Jersey mom on a weekday, (laughs) I was ready to take matters in my own hand. I practiced and practiced on the rare occasion I did not fall. I congratulated myself. For about two years, I locked myself in my room every day for hours, reverse engineering these moves from the videos and putting them together like an Ikea coffee table. My daily searches for more moves led me to some other local eccentric losers like me who were also back then quarantining themselves and studying the art of the breakdowns. We met in a local park. And after some awkward introductions that involved the use of stage names like B-Boy Chosen One, (laughs) B-Boy Flying Machine, one of them casually asked me if I've ever gotten down before. (laughs) What is this get down you speak of, B-Boy Nevermind? (laughs) He then showed me a video that made me want to kill my dream before it had ever launched. Now... You have to understand, hip-hop dance isn't performed like your everyday dance styles. Mom and dad in the audience, light of the theater dim, music surrounds sound, applause held for the right time. In hip-hop, you do something called a battle. Essentially, you face another dancer, and taking turns, you outshine the opponent with moves that must be better than his. 
All this while maintaining furious eye contact as you dance like a psychopath. <laughs> the entire goal of your opponent is to humiliate and intimidate you with his moves and body language enough for the crowd to boo you out. You only need to add a dentist chair in this scenario for it to be my version of absolute hell. <laughs> so me and my new frown crew started playing battles with each other. We would pretend to be strangers who signed up in a dance competition and go all out. This was my chance to focus group how I would hold myself up during an actual dance battle. Even this was more difficult than I thought. Imagine. Your friend staring you right in your face, chest poking out. He then steps forth and proceeds to act like you stole their firstborn. His dance moves resemble everything you see in MMA, except he isn't touching you. An elbow to the face that stops at the nose, a hand swung just above your hair, knee to the almost groin, all ending in a gesture that can only be described as him force-feeding you his giant cock. <laughs> I knew I should have joined a Scrabble group instead. <laughs> Embarrassing and frightening as it all was, mock battling with my friends slowly prepared me to face an actual opponent while helping me to improve my skills. I was finally ready to get down. A championship called Freeze Jam was held in another city called Bangalore, and I flew there knowing Priya was going to be in the audience, a beagle I also met on the internet. Now you have to understand that the b-boy to beagle ratio was 3,000 to one. <laughs> so you had to be really, really good to catch their attention. <laughs> Battle starts. My opponent, a local champ, stared into my soul and made certain gestures that suggested he would like to fillet me, barbecue me until you could see grill marks, and serve me with a side of rice. <laughs> I held my own and pretended to see my buddy B-Boy Chosen One in his stead. He went first, doing moves I had only heard of. His demeanor, tough. His eye contact, aggressive. This was no place for polite conversation. My turn to respond. The DJ played James Brown. And I could hear the crowd go crazy. I gave my everything. Every single move I had, I threw it all in. And the crowd went crazier. My opponent's hyper-masculine front melted. And I could see in his eyes another nerdy kid practicing alone in his bedroom with a YouTube video as his teacher. We had all made it, with barely any resources or teachers, with no understanding of the culture, and never knowing what James Brown even looked like. In that moment, we were both winners. But I heard Priya's high-pitched voice cheering my name, and it was, fuck you and your crew again. I was going to smoke him. I went down on all fours doing this complex footwork, and that is when I felt it a numbness. The crowd was roaring, but I heard nothing. The expression on my opponent's face went from aggressive to concerned. It felt like my knees were made of a tight-knit paperback, and someone ripped a single page out of it. I limped back to my start position, 
thankfully that was also how I had learned to show swag, all rehearsed, <laughs> watching hip hop videos. The x-rays looked like a Swiss cheese, tiny holes in my cartilage, what the doctor called a meniscus tear. I had managed to gravely injure myself during my first real breakdancing battle, woes of the self-taught. The doctor then explained that although your skin and bones do grow back if they break, cartilage rarely does. But it doesn't matter, he said. Uh, I mean, I can still live a regular life, except everything except activities causing strenuous physical strain to the knee, you know, like breakdancing. <laughs> Somehow I continued. My first battle experience really did whet my appetite. Plus I was too deep in this, and there was no other avenue where these skills were directly transferable. <laughs> Nobody was looking to hire someone who could do a handstand. But there were other things also that I learned that, I, that did transfer. The confidence to look someone in the eye, to read a room, to entertain a crowd of onlookers, to push toward forward in the face of anxiety, that I use all of it as a storyteller today. I danced for seven more years, and I did win a battle later on. I booked commercials, I got flown to Paris for a performance, and even ended up in a music video myself, where I was dancing in the back of a local rapper who got me to later. <laughs> I like to, however, imagine that when another young, shy kid might see that video, he too would search for those at the back looking at the artists who do their thing quietly, just off the spotlight. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Get up off of that thing. And maybe you feel better. I get up off of that thing. And dance to you, sing it now. I get up off of that thing. And dance to you, feel better. I get up off of that thing. And try to release that pressure. I get up off of that thing. And shake to you, feel better. Get up off of that thing. And shake it. I say it now. I get up off of that thing. And shake to you, feel better. I get up off of that thing. Try to release that pressure.
Can I give the drummer some? I said, can I give the drummer some? All right. Hit it. First Time is hosted by Jen Sedini, with production by Bobby Evers, Andy Vasoyan, and Executive Director Julie Miller. The podcast is edited by Andy Vasoyan, with songs performed by The First Time Three. You can find this and other Chirp podcasts and interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.